Welcome to another episode of Betty. This is where we share lessons about life, leadership, and the mostly peaceful pursuit of joy. Now remember, there's an asterisk on everything. We could be right, we could be wrong. We're all just making it up as we go. I hope you find something here that's helpful along your journey. Rene Girard was a Stanford professor in polymath. He was well known for pioneering the idea of mimetic desire. He believed that human desires occur through observant mimicry. Like an infant learning by watching her parents, we imitate others who have what we value. Luke Burgess, the author of the book Wanting, gets very clear on this subject when he says, quote, Basic survival, sustenance, sex, and warmth. These are instinctual needs for which we have biological mechanisms built in to help guide us. Desire, on the other hand, is an object we pursue where there is no purely instinctual basis. We don't have a built-in mechanism to guide us towards one thing or another. But models are people who show us what is worth wanting, end quote. The bottom line is, we copy others, and for good reason. We perceive they are farther ahead on the journey and appear to have the answer. Said plainly, mimetic desire means we make our choices according to the behaviors of others. Don't believe me? Check out this commercial from Lincoln with one of my favorite actors, Matthew McConaughey. Since you're listening, I'll set it up a bit, but it doesn't take much. It's a pretty classic car commercial. Beautiful music, nice setting, handsome actor. Matthew's got on a black suit, ties a little bit loose, his hair slicked back, and he's doing all the McConaughey-ish stuff you'd expect. Here you go. I've been driving a Lincoln since long before anybody paid me to drive one. I didn't do it to be cool. I didn't do it to make a statement. I just liked it. Well, I think he sold more than a few Lincolns, and I drive one, so there's that. Still need convincing? Here's a scene from the movie Casino Royale, and it brings me immense joy. I watch it with a smile every time. 007 is engaged in another high-stakes poker game, and naturally, the fate of the free world rides on it. Dry martini. Oui, monsieur. Wait. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of quinoa lily, shake it over rice, and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. Yes, sir. You know, I'll have one of those. So will I. Certainly. My friend, bring me one as well. Keep the fruit. That's it? What happens when we make space to exist without the influence of others? Someone very famous didn't have a choice, Beethoven. As he aged, he lost his hearing. His best work was done when he was nearly deaf. Coincidence? I don't think so. Here's how Arthur Brooks describes it, quote, It seems counterintuitive, to say the least, that Beethoven became more original and more brilliant as a composer in inverse proportion to his ability to hear his own and others' music. Maybe it isn't so surprising. As his hearing deteriorated, he was less influenced by the prevailing compositional fashions and more by the music forming in his own head, end quote. Beethoven's loss of hearing took away his ability to compete. While I'm sure he didn't view it as a gift at the time, this loss removed the competition 
he had no choice to lean into his own world. When we compete with others, we copy them. We're chasing what they have and what they're doing. That's not always healthy as humans or as organizations. More importantly, it won't let us be the best version of ourselves in the world. It will mean just more copies and more of the same. This is something to consider as you create yourself or your product or your community. How are you being influenced by those around you? Are you able to find space to be you? Or are you spending your time worrying about copying what others are doing and what they are? There's only one you in the world. How can you leverage that? How can you lean in? How can you love that gift? I'll leave you with a couple of takeaways. First, we look to others to tell us what we should desire. That's okay. Just be aware. Number two, when we compete, we're copying. And three, make space to be you. There's no one else in the world. The competition is in the mirror. I'll leave you with one final thought. Happiness is the absence of desire. I'm still on my own journey, trying to tame my own desires, but I'm a little wiser than I used to be. And I think a lot about how I'm influenced and how I can be influenced. I have a lot of work to do in this area. But I'll leave you with this quote from Lao Tzu. Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are, and you'll realize nothing is lacking, and the whole world belongs to you. I hope you found this helpful. And if you did, hit like and consider sharing it with just one other person who might find it helpful too. I hope you're good out there. Take care.